0: I am Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you
1: by Hollywood Bets. My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hi football lovers, this is Coach DeLinker. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hit the Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Deshawn, and with me in studio today are the usual suspects, Mark Stradom, and Nigel Niker. Gentlemen, welcome.
2: Morning, gents. How's it, gents? Thanks, Desh. Mm.
1: Let's uh, get into this week's uh, English Premier League fixtures. Um, we're going to kick things off with a Liverpool-Everton fixture at... Uh... Can, 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 yeah. can I get your prediction <laughs> yeah. on this one, Desh? <laughs> well, look, we have beaten uh, Liverpool once um, across the previous 25 Premier League meetings. Yeah. Um <laughs> and I think I'm I'm clutching clutching mm. tightly to that, that victory. I think Carlo Ancelotti was the one that was able to mastermind um uh, that victory. Of course, many manager have come and gone before and after his tenure at the club. Um this one I'm gonna go let's go to three one Liverpool.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you um in this one, Dish. I think um Liverpool started the season well, They they're firing their talisman um Mo Salah's... Almost unplayable at times and mm. Everton at the moment are not at their very best. So yeah. and but and also it's a home game for Liverpool and you know the atmosphere, what that does for the team and no chance. yeah I think Liverpool get through this one. Three one should be a fair result. Mm.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially at Anfield, they'll be fired up for Merseyside Derby mm. um back after the international break. So yeah, I agree. Liverpool over win.
1: over two point five goals?
2: Yeah, yeah, I would. I would assume uh, Lopu firing lineup mm. uh, attacking wise. So yeah,
1: okay. Um, Brentford Burnley, um, Lyle Foster back with uh Burnley.
0: Yeah, uh, firstly, I just like to shout out Lyle Foster, man. You know, what I'm saying he's our man, but I think uh, uh, Brentford will left too much for Burnley on the day.
2: I agree. I think Brentford are uh, due a win, due a result. The performances mm. have been there, but no result. So I hope they can turn it around against Burnley.
1: Mm. Bournemouth
0: Wolves. Um, I think I think Wolves are, are, are improving every week they play. Uh, Bournemouth, unfortunately, has not been happening for them in the early stages, and mm-hmm. um, I think I think Wolves get over the line in this one as well.
1: Yeah, it was an impressive victory for them not so long ago when uh, they beat uh, Man City. Man, Man City are four yeah. clubs. I mean, quite quite ridiculous if you ask me. And uh, you know, Gary O'Neill up against his former club here um, in this one. Are you thinking it's going to be a bit of a landslide victory for for them?
0: Um, no, I don't think so. Look, uh, um, Bournemouth, uh, they, they do have quality in the side. It just hasn't uh, clicked for them so far. But Wolves Wolves are improving. Um, their star players are, are showing up. Uh, Pedro Neto, Acuna, mm, mm. Um, they're doing the business. And I think Wolves should win this
2: one. Mm. I agree. Uh, Away from home would be a bit tricky, but uh, they look good. And uh, especially with that win against City, you give them very good confidence. So, Mm. yeah, I do back them for the away win. Mm.
1: Luton um, take on Nottingham Forest uh, this weekend. Luton getting their first victory. In fact, their only victory of the season um, just a few weeks ago. Do they add to that this time out?
2: Hopefully they can get a positive result. It will be difficult against a very good Forest team as Mm. well. So, yeah, um, they will want to pick up some positive results on the spin, but will be difficult. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, Forrest are playing well. But I must say, I do feel, uh, I feel it a bit for, for Luton because um some of their results um, are not matching their performances, you know? Mm. They've they really been, been trying and, and, and trying to, to get over the line, but it's just not happening for them. So I think um Forrest won this one as well.
1: Mm. Speaking of things not happening for clubs, Brighton are up against Man City. Brighton had one win across their previous three league outings. You know, you look at that 6-1 hammering uh, by the hands of Aston Fuller, then against Liverpool, 2-2 two, two draws. So, you know, they, I don't know, is this where the wheels come off to play Man City?
0: No, I, I, I don't think so. The the problem for me with Brighton is um, they score a lot of goals, but they're also leaking goals in the back. I think mm. that's where the problem is. If if they can close up the back and and, and make sure of their chances in the final, then I think they get more positive results. But facing a wounded man, City, is
1: is not the best there. They're going to come out of the blocks. Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to
0: be dangerous. But also, at the same time, um, Haaland hasn't been on form. So, maybe Brighton take their chances and it falls for them this time. But I won't write City off in this one.
2: Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be an exciting game. But I think City turned the tide. Uh, mm. Two losses at the back in the Premier League. Uh, They will be looking to get over the line in this game, definitely. It
1: sounds, it sounds like both teams to score.
2: Yeah, for sure. And we know what happened the
0: last time. City lost two games in a row.
1: <laughs> keep, keep an eye out for that new record. I think it was, the previous one was 20... It was ni- 19, 19 games out of 20. N- 19 out of 20, yeah. yeah? No, sensational. Um, you know, speaking of sensational, 8th place Newcastle, take on ninth place Crystal Palace. At St. I, I, um, <laughs> James's Park.
2: I think it hasn't really happened for them in the league so far. Um a couple of good results the 8-0 of course uh, against, against Sheffield. Sheffield yeah. Um but yeah they they need to get pick, pick up some results in the league uh, against a difficult Palace team it will be difficult but at least James Park they should back themselves. Mm.
0: Yeah, I agree but as you say the Newcastle sitting down in 8 I think that's just the quality of the Premier League from from 8 going straight to first place I think every team is Showing they have what it takes to to compete at that highest level, and Saint James's Park, we all know what what happens there. Mbappe <laughs> knows himself as well, so I think Crystal Palace will will put up a good fight, but I think Newcastle win this
1: one. Mm. We're gonna skip the Chelsea Arsenal game and come back to that in a minute. Uh, moving on to Sheffield United versus Manchester United. United uh, currently tenth place. Um, four of the eight games have they they've lost. Are they going uh, to Sheffield? Like, rather, how would Sheffield approach this one?
2: I think they would look at this game as one where they could get something potentially from this game, especially being a home fixture. Mm. Um, But considering United's lack of form in the league, they would want to go for back-to-back wins. Um, The game against Brentford did not go to plan. At the end, they snatched it, yes, but the performance was really poor. So they will need to look to build on that.
1: Mm. Sheffield haven't won in the league as yet, Mark. Do they not uh, no, i don't i don't think they, they get anything in this one
0: mm. um they've been struggling they sit in the bottom of the table um they just not managed to to reach the standards of the premier league this time um as for united i think they've been, been shocking um they're going through a rough patch but i think um rasmus oileris is is the one shining light mm. for united at season. the moment yeah. and i think i think um uh, they they should win this one
1: mm um Aston Villa take on West Ham on Sunday the only fixture of Sunday uh Villa at home against what I want to say is a decently performing West Ham team, maybe overperforming
0: mm. I, I think I think they they evenly matched mm. I think it, it's going to be a good game it's going to be tight it'll come down to to fine margins in this one I think um whoever makes more mistakes on the day will be punished
2: yeah I agree um two well well matched teams and um uh west ham good team on the counter as well so they will sit back and look to hit them on the counter but mm. i think a uh, squad draw in my opinion
1: the home advantage for aston villa will will swing the tie like in favor of them i think yeah. playing at villa park um it's the same in, as same james's park you know it's just they slowly churning out incredible results mm. there on home soil and for me um i think it could be a high scoring fixture um probably like in the region of five goals, if I'm being honest, Dave, mm. maybe like a 3-2 a or, or possibly even a 4-1 for Villa. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pro-Villa in this game. Yeah. Um, staying with a, a London derby to close things off, of course, it's Tottenham versus Villa. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think we can all agree uh, um, that Tottenham will win this one, especially being at home. Mm. Fulham, um, inconsistent. Um, they've not hit the heights uh, like they did last season. Uh, and I think Poster Koglu has been brilliant at Tottenham. And I think Tottenham won this one comfortable.
1: They're currently undefeated. Well, rather, one of two teams in the English Premier League that are yet to see defeat this season. Who's the other team? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the Gunners. Um, but uh, before we move on to that fixture, your prediction for Tottenham, Fulham?
2: I think Spurs get over the line. They've been excellent so far in the season. Like you're saying, undefeated, six wins, two draws. So mm. Poster Koglu has been a breath of fresh air yeah. coming mm. in. So, yeah, I think they get over the line against Fulham.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, I, 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 say, I say too Noel, um Looking at those international games last night, I saw that um, Son limped off the field. So, I hope it's not too serious. But if he's missing it, it could be totally different um, between him and Madison. I think the link-up has, has, has been good for Tottenham and, and has got them where they are mm-hmm. now on top of the league. So, if he's injured, uh, um, I wonder if it'll be the
1: same game. mm mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's that concludes nine of the ten fixtures. Um, of course, all is going to be at Stamford Bridge on Saturday evening as Chelsea host high-flying Arsenal. Um, Arsenal coming to this fixture in second place, level on points. It's just goal difference.
0: Unbeaten.
1: <laughs> um, sorry, that's just goals four rather. Goal goal difference is also level on ten. Um, you know, Nigel spoke about those two draws for Tottenham uh one of those came against Arsenal. Mm. Do you think that was a fair result? Do you think Arsenal should have won? Do you think Tottenham should have won?
2: I felt that Arsenal could have managed the game better and they could have mm. won the game. Uh conceding the goal straight after the penalty. Mm. Um, the Jesus must as well. As well, yeah. Um there were certain moments where I felt if Arsenal clicked they could have got the result. But uh looking back, I mean uh the result against Spurs, like a really well drilled Spurs team is isn't the worst. Um but yeah, they should have won that game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. We I think if Jesus scores that that one where he, he managed to get the ball of Madison, it goes 2-0 fast up. I think the game changes. I think Arsenal manage the game better. Mm. They, they they control proceedings after that, but unfortunately it didn't work out that way. And credit to, to Tottenham because normally um the Tottenham side if they go down, you know they sort of go into a shell, they they fall behind and they, they don't normally attack the game straight after going down. And Son and, and, and Madison showed that um, what Pastor Koglu brought to the team. And, and yeah. it's, it's, been, it's been incredible for them in the beginning of the season.
1: Mm. I don't want to make this a Chelsea, but, I mean, uh, Arsenal versus Tottenham um, conversation, but you know with both teams matching each other pound for pound, I think Arsenal had the more difficult run, run yeah. to, to get where they are right now. Mm. Um, And that's what leads me to say that they should be the number one, like they should be in the top spot right now. Uh, But obviously it is Tottenham who occupy that. Um, But I feel like their performances, you know, it's been good, but um, I think their true test is still to come. Um, Again, so let's move to to Chelsea Arsenal. Are we looking at Jesus and thinking he's the same Jesus as last season?
0: Definitely not. Um, I think the injury is still playing on his mind. Um, I don't know if it's a psychological thing. If it, every time he receives the ball, he's, he's, he's still thinking about the injury. But let's not take uh, uh, away from him. He's got the talent. Um, he, he's fit now. And I think his link-up play with Arsenal, I think it will get better as, as the season progresses. Mm.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think he, he's been coming back from a tough knee injury. To come back from mentally is really difficult. And um, he's been playing out of position as well against the team he played on the right, mm. and he caused a lot of chaos. I mean, he he, he brings down the ball well. He's a good hold-up man, and he can link up play as well. So um, he's a vital asset to the team, and I think he should be one of the first team, one of the first players on that team sheet coming yep. this weekend. Okay, uh,
1: let's move the conversation across to Chelsea. They come into this one on the back of three straight wins across all competitions. One of those was a 4-1 romp of Burnley. Uh, Nicholas Jackson back on the score sheet. Um, can you see him or Brogia? Uh Actually, which one of them starts this one?
0: I think broja has been, been starting lately. I think he will, will keep his place there. Mm. But at the moment, um, Arsenal's defence has been top, top, top shelf. Yeah. I think the, the, the combination of, of Saliba and, and, and Gabriel has been incredible they um they've locked up the back it showed in the man city game as well mm. with Haaland and and the way they 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 handle the game and you can see the improvement mm. in the back line from last season as well they're not so so um eager to, to jump into tackles you know they yeah. there's sort of a plan um the the communication is right, so I think it will be difficult for chelsea to to break through and um uh, I hope they, they, they hold the backline tight.
1: Mm. Um Chelsea, just to move away from this fixture, they play after Arsenal, Brentford, Tottenham, Man City, Newcastle, Brighton and United. Do they need a result here more than Arsenal need a result here?
0: I think Chelsea need a result every game. <laughs> Considering what they go into, I think uh, just to build their confidence and, and just the, the belief within the squad because they've got a top manager in Pochettino. Um, They've got top recruits that that, that they've brought in. Um, I think it's just a matter of time until something clicks or something happens within the squad that the belief comes and and they start to trust each other. And then when that happens, I do believe that they will be a formidable opponent in the
1: league. Are you expecting them to come out of the the international break in this one?
2: Yeah, look, Chelsea look to be on the up, getting some very good results as of late. Um, Three wins on the trot. Um and now look uh, a home game against Arsenal who, who they have struggled in recent times. Um, I think Arsenal come to the Bridge for the past three seasons and won there, and um they also placing playing an Arsenal team like Mark said with a formidable defensive record. Mm-hmm. Um, we won four and haven't conceded a single goal away from home in the yeah. the season. So um
1: yeah, it Also ends pointing to an Arsenal victory. I'd, I'd look at.
0: I think I think form goes out in these in these derby games. I think every player wants to to showcase their talent and and prove to the coach that they man to be in the position, you know. And um, it's always the uh, history comes in this game. It's always been a top game. It won't be um, easy for either team. And I think the team that has more quality on the day, who's more focused and who wants it more, will win. Mm.
1: The goalkeeper situation, Arsenal, just just before we sign up, do you think that's going to have a factor here? because? We both know that Arsenal do have goalkeeping issues.
2: I think Raya keeps his place. And I think the quicker everyone gets along with uh, mm. Raya now being number one, mm. the better for the team. Uh, look, football is a rootless game. I think Pep showed it when he when he got rid of Joe Hart, a yeah. fan favourite at Man City. Mm. So uh, it's putting out the best team for who you think can win the game on the day. And that's that, what Ateta is doing.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with Nigel. I think um, they both, I said it, um, I think it was last week, they just both need to be professional. And when your name gets called, you need to be 100% ready to play. So I think they should help each other in training. You know, just build a build a, a, um, a relationship together and just be, just be happy that they are the pair that's playing, you know, mm. on the day because they're both playing for the same goal. They both want to win the league. And if they're going to be butting heads, it's not going to work out. Mm. So I think they should just uh, be professional. Whoever plays on a day, support each other and, and play for the one.
1: Mm. Your prediction for this one, uh, Nigel?
2: I'm going 2-0 no Arsenal.
1: 2-0 no Arsenal.
0: 2-0 uh, no, no sounds right, but I'm giving Chelsea one in this one. i say 2-1. Mm.
1: Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure unpacking the, this week's premier League action there. Um, let's see what happens uh, on the Derby day. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Desh.
1: I am Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hi, football lovers. This is Coach Delinker. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hit the Target Podcast.